Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome to the stage. I am your host, Pasty. What's up, you guys? Diva's here. And I'm here, too. What's good, y'all? It's Topic Tuesday. It is. I'm excited about this. And you know we gotta kick it. Cool. Nikki, do me a favor. Yeah. Give this yeah. man a great introduction. Oh. Oh, you you put me on the spot. Okay, I got you. I got you. <clears throat> Let me be the first to introduce you, our the stage radio audience. To someone who's been a sidekick slash protege, a no-limit soldier, down with Master P himself, and we get to meet him here, Big Court. Big Court, welcome to the stage. How is that? <laughs> hey, what's going, what's going on with y'all? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> you silly. He, like, threw me good, under the bus. Man. Like, I wasn't ready. <laughs> How you doing today? I'm good, my brother. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Let's get right I think into it's a it. bit over. I think it's a little bit of a delay. Yeah, it's a little bit of a delay. It is. A slight it bit. Is not once it uh records, then it, it fixes itself. Okay, let's bang it out. It's all good. Bye. So, how did you how did you get your name? Um. Well, initially, <laughs> my name is uh. You know, it's my government name, but I got the name Court Dog uh back in the day playing basketball. I used to uh, be really good at basketball, so I played in school and played in the summer leagues and in the hood. And so I used to be a ball hog. I played uh shooting guard and point guard. So when I was in like middle school. My coach called me. He used to just call me Court Dog, uh, just short, you know, Court Dog, because I was a ball hog. And obviously, I, yeah. you know, that went in with the street to the streets with me. I took it into the streets. But as I got older and I got bigger, then I morphed into Big Court. You know, obviously, I mean, I'm six three, two hundred forty pounds, so you know, it just kind of morphed. Oh yeah, into that's big court. yeah, yeah, that, that's Big Court. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, you know, and, and then, you know, you do what you do in the street. You know, your name grow, your your reputation grows. So it was just, a, you know, how it go in the hood. Yes. Awesome. So tell us about this podcast. 
Um, yeah, so the Holding Court podcast, man. Um, you know, I, I start that's something that me and my partner producer Ken, something we put together uh here recently. Um I got the radio podcast bug because uh a few years ago, me and Master P we had a, a radio talk show called uh, Doing the Most with me and uh Jay Tweezy and Master P. And uh that's when I kinda discovered that I had somewhat of a knack a talent for radio. And uh, P would always kind of encourage me. You know, he would always say, people think you're so serious. People think you're so, you know, uh, intimidating that people don't realize how funny you are. So it was something I always wanted to do uh, since then. So we put it into motion, me and producer Ken. So, uh, man, we've had some some great guests. We've had uh, uh, Jay Prince, Master P, Silk the Shocker, Sticky Fingers, Michael Jai White, um, X-rated iced tea, uh, and we had a little bit of everybody come through. So it's been blowing up. We're about two months old right now. Nice, nice. Congratulations. Of course, that, uh, yeah, appreciate that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Your platform is pretty good. I'm feeling what you're doing. I'm loving what you're doing. And I salute what you're doing, fellow podcasters, because that's big, and it keeps... The people in the limelight, you know what I'm saying? It keeps them relevant. Yeah, for sure. I have fun with it. You know, I enjoy it. So it don't even feel like work to me. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I enjoy just people's story and people's journey. That's really what motivated me to do it. You know what I mean? So I just want to kind of highlight. I mean, a lot of, most of my, my guests are, are celebrity guests, but even with people with compelling stories, like I had Chico Brown. He was actually one of my first interviews. And, uh, you know, him and Freeway Ricky Ross, uh, they were involved in the whole Iran-Contra thing. So the TV show Snowfall is based off of Freeway Ricky Ross and Chico Brown. Um, and Chico is a friend of mine. He's been He's been a friend of mine for about 15 years, and he's from Compton. And so, uh, you know, he was the one getting his dope from um, – from Blandone and, and, you know, the CIA, he went to prison and behind it and all of that. So he got to come on to the podcast and tell what really happened and how he feels about the whole snowfall because uh, John Singleton didn't involve him or Freeway Ricky Ross in, in, you know, he didn't involve them in the production of it, even though it's based on their story. So, uh, you know, having stories like that or, or having like X-rated, you know, who's a dear friend of mine, but he's the rapper from uh, Sacramento and, you know, he just got out of prison. He just did 27 years on a gang-related homicide. Oh, and he went to prison. Yeah, he went to prison at the top of his career in, like, 1992, 93. He was just popping. And, uh, you know, he had a 31-year-to-life sentence, uh, sentence. So, you know, he's doing really well now. You know, he has a his whole movement uh, in Las Vegas. He's got a compound out there. So he flew in. You know, he flew private to come sit down with me, and his story is very inspirational, very compelling. So just to be able to bring stories like that to the forefront, that that's really what I enjoy doing. So who was your favorite uh, – who was your favorite person to interview? You know what? Um, <laughs> I'd have to – it's funny because my bucket list, right, I mean, I had – between Jay Prince and Ice-T, uh, I grew up watching both of those guys. Uh, both of those guys have become uh, friends of mine. Uh, I, I had a prior relationship with uh, with Jay Prince, 
But um, for them to stop their life and stop their time and, and give their time to come sit down with me and just give their time freely, it was no time limit. It was just, you know, they showed up for me. But I would say those two just because I literally grew up watching those dudes from the mid-'80s, you know, especially Ice-T. I actually have big paintings of Ice-T's album cover, High Rollers. I have it in my house, big five-by-five, five-feet-by-five-feet oil paintings in my house. So, um, you know, Ice-T was really uh, that, you know, that was the first gangster rap record I ever heard because I started out as an artist in the 90s. So, uh, you know, that he inspired me to get into music and different things like that. And even getting getting street poisoned, I would have to attribute that. You know, I don't know if that's a good thing. I mean, we laughed about it on the podcast, but, you know, his his music kind of contributed to me hopping off the porch as well and kind of uh, uh, having that curiosity about that other side and, you know, about the streets. But um, I say, yeah, Jay Prince and Ice-T, man, that, those were two of my uh, on my bucket list, you know what I mean? Okay, okay. Okay, Nikki, what you got for him? So, our podcast being centered around music and independent Mm -hmm. artists. You did music way back Mm -hmm. when. What was that like, and what caused you to change your direction? Um, Well, I started music... um, uh, you know, as a kid, I'm an only child, so I grew up, I was an artistic kid, I could draw really well, I could write poetry, uh, I could write and speak very well, um, so I kind of started out just writing poems and, and stuff for my mom, and then I think naturally that transitions into a, a natural, you know, some type of written expression, and so when I started listening to NWA, Ice-T, people like that, and, you know, I, I naturally wanted to rap. So I was a part of a rap group called CCG uh, in the early, mid-90s. And in essence, me and my partner, Cisco, we signed with No Limit Records, Master P, in 1995. So for those who remember the compilation, it went gold back in the day, uh, called uh, Down South Hustlers. We did the song R.I.P. I think I was like third on there. And we did an album that's on the inside with No Limit. Uh, but then I went on to release... Um, several independent albums which were considered uh underground classics because uh, i used to be in murder dog magazine double xl all of that stuff back in the late 90s early 2000s as court dog so a lot of people remember me as court dog uh you know i had the album the Kansas city chief um i had pulling rank uh thug's diary i made a lot of money back then because that's when the independent okay. game i mean it was physical sales obviously so you know back then you're getting seven dollars a cd you know i sold a couple hundred thousand records uh independently through southwest selecto city hall so you know that's when it was really i mean it's good now but it was a different grind back then uh i stepped away from that uh in the early 2000s when i moved to los angeles because i'm originally from kansas city missouri so i moved to la like 20 years ago um and p moved out here to la as well about the same time i did so i just started transitioning into uh producing movies and 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 you know acting in movies and then I was subsequently I did a uh, I put up my own money to produce a movie with me and Cat Williams called Young American Gangsters. I did that in like 2005, 2006, something like that. Um, then I came back to music. Um, uh, I formed an independent label called TME maybe about four years ago, 
and uh, you know, I have my distribution through Empire, and I have I work with artists like Royce J. Uh, we hit the charts with one of his singles. Um, I work with C Dub, Young Blood. I work with um, a, I had an artist that was killed earlier this year, Red Dot. Rest in peace to Red Dot. Uh, we put out Aww. some uh, some music as well, some videos. He, we were doing well up until his death. Um, so I still work in music when I find something that's, that's viable and, you know, it's hard nowadays, you know, with these youngsters cause they have a different sensibility, uh, different disposition, <laughs> you know, so exactly. it, 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 it could be a little bit taxing. Yes. Yes. Miss yeah, okay. <laughs> Diva, what you got for them? Okay. So we heard about all the good things, you like about the podcast, mm-hmm. all the exciting things in your life. Mm-hmm. What is one thing about doing the podcast that's your whole entire soul? One thing that makes you say, if it wasn't for my love of doing this, I wouldn't do it anymore. Man, that's a good question. Um, um, I, I can't say that, that I've experienced that yet. Um, to be honest with you, um, I mean, oh, sometimes it's a little, I, I think sometimes I, I become impatient. I think, I think sometimes I, be, I may become impatient with the, the pace of growth. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we want it to happen. We want to, you know, I want to be Vlad TV tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So I think right. uh, <laughs> understanding uh, to be patient because uh, I'm only two months old. So, I think that's probably the biggest thing for me. Sometimes some of the little shit can be. I'm sorry, I don't know if you can curse on this thing, but no, you sometimes good. No, little you stuff. Good. We're not cursing. You good? We're oh, not okay. Good. So, uh, sometimes the little tedious stuff can be a little bit uh, nerve wracking. Um, just in terms of like uh, technology, you know. So sometimes just learning the technology part, and you know, it can be a full time job. But I'm enjoying it. I'll yeah. be very honest with you. Uh, you know, sometimes you got to deal with uh, some of these guys and their egos, you know, in terms of booking guests. Um, I've had to deal with that just a little bit, but not for real, because I've been around and people know me and I have relationships. But nevertheless, people are assholes regardless, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, sometimes dealing with that, not not really wanting to smack somebody for, for being a certain kind of way. Um, but, you know, other than that, I, I'm having fun with it. That's good. Now, in your wind-down time, what are some of the things mm-hmm. that you like to listen to? Do you like to listen to R&B? Do you like to listen to hip-hop as far as the DMXs or the Run DMCs versus the Pooh or <laughs> the Baby? Um, well, this is the thing with me. I, I have a very eclectic year. Um I was born in 76, so I'm pretty sure I'm probably the oldest uh-huh. on this line, right? He's so, um, no. the oldest one on the line, y'all. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Same age range. <laughs> nah, oh, okay. okay. Be right there with the granddaddy. The granddaddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, my oldest child is 28, but I ain't a grand. I ain't a grand. Uh, grand grandpa yet. But, um, so I'm saying that to say, I still listen to. To be honest with you, I listen to everything from Confunction to Cameo to Anita Baker that's to Spice that. One to Scarface to Ghetto Boys to Ice Cube 
to T.I. to 50 Cent to Pooh Shiesty to Black Youngster to Young Dolph, Moneybag, yo. I, I actually I have a very eclectic ear. I even like smooth jazz. I listen to Najee, Kenny G, uh, Wayman okay. Tinsdale the third. Like I, I like a lot of. I li- I even listen to gospel. Um, okay. I like uh, you know Fred Hammond. I like um, uh, what's the little dude's name? Smokey Norfolk. So I I have a very broad range. Of, uh, you know, because I can I can be in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I'm sorry, we got ADD. Yeah, so, nah, it's all good. So, I mean, I can be in the gym listening to Fred Hammond and then the next song listen to Kodak Black. You know what I mean? So, that's oh, yeah, just that's uh funny. I like I like the little dude spot him got him. Um I like uh I like a lot of these young little guys to be honest with you. Huh? I said, you chilling Listen, with the little dude. It's funny as Right. Shit. I was going to say, just because you 6'6", 250, we short now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they these guys is young enough to be my, my children. But I, I like it. Like, Rod Wave is probably one of my favorite artists uh, of today. Rod Wave. I like Mo3. Um, um, I like Black Youngster. I I, I like a lot of these. I like Roddy Rich. I like a lot of these young guys, to be honest with you. I really vibe with their music. So I'm not one of the OGs that's hating on them, like, oh, in my day, woo-dee-woo-dee-woo. Like, I, I dig a lot of the new music, you know what I'm saying? And I still listen to, you know, like I said, my Ghetto Boys, my Scarface. I'm still listening to Ice Cube, America's Most Wanted. So, you know, I, 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 I still listen to MC8, CMW, South Central Cartel. Like, I'm even listening to a lot of our old No Limit stuff. So, you know, I'm all over the place with it. I'm Captain Other. All right, so we're going to come. Sorry. We're going to, um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to come back, talk about your situation with No Limit, your movies. Mm-hmm. But I got this little boy I want you to hear. It's called, name's called Payway. The little boy is 16 years old. Name of the song is called Twisted Memories. You say you got the ear, tell me what you think. But I ain't dying I got to the memories in my head But I be trying I be hearing voices in my head And I replying I can tell you one of my stories And leave you crying She was trying to play me Now she tell me this her favorite song You think I'm a goofy Can't let you play me out no more I like a movie These clips are nigga home These niggas that didn't stole But the colors what they going for I like to break a star Just with a hoodie When the rain comes I went through some tragedy No shots I don't feel no one Gotta see it through reality When niggas send a show This world said this shit So honestly you can't trust no one Good die young, but I ain't dying. I got twisted memories in my head, but I'll be trying. I'll be hearing voices in my head and I'm replying. I can tell you one of my stories and leave you crying. Listen, good die young, but I ain't dying. I got twisted memories in my head, but I'll be trying. I'll be hearing voices in my head and I'm replying. I can tell you one of my stories and leave you crying. I've been on a long road, this a very dark world. I've been in some situations almost for my life, bro. I've been on a long road, this a very dark world. I've been in some situations. 
you know, you had to have somebody because I was only 17, 18 years old at that time. So, um, you know, it was just a stroke of luck. But we were we were trying to be with Easy E and Ruthless Records actually initially, and uh, Easy ended up dying, I believe it was that March. And so um, that's when all the communication ceased with Ruthless. So we end up going to No Limit. So, you know, I've been rocking with Pete since I was, what, 18, 17, 18 years old. So, of course, you know, we've always remained close. I mean, you know, that's one of my best friends. So I've learned a lot from him business-wise um, through the ups, the downs, through everything. You know what I mean? So, uh, and once we moved, once we both moved to L.A., you know, we just was rocking out every day, just regardless of what it is, be it no limit business, um, you know, P has so many other businesses. I have other businesses I've built outside of entertainment as well. So that's what I always tell people. What I learned from P mainly is work ethic, you know, and follow through and discipline. You know, people don't realize how hard P works. Like a lot of times on the outside looking in, people think that, you know, once you make it, just you wave your hand and all things happen, but you still have to put in the work. And to some degree, hell, it can get even more difficult. You know, when you get to those higher yes. altitudes, you know, you, you meet, yes. you know, more yes. resistance and different resistance. So, um, you know, and I've built other businesses like, you know, I have a real estate portfolio, a property management company. I have a supplement company, uh, True Muscle Sports, where I have pre-workouts and, and fat burners and different things like that. And that's something that he encouraged me to do. Um, you know, I also have a, a special needs dating app that will be coming out later this year. Uh, I have a son uh, that's on the spectrum with autism. He's 21 years old. So that inspired me to develop a dating app for special needs young adults just to give them a safe place to be able to meet people and to be able to congregate. Um, so, you know, uh, and I learned to get involved with things that, that, that you have a passion for. Like, I don't chase money. I don't paper chase. You know, I'm a purpose chaser because when you do shit that you love, the money will come. You know what I mean? Anytime you're chasing money, uh, you never catch it. You know, chasing money only, that, that only applies in the streets because that's all it is. You know what I mean? But, you know, in terms of stuff, you just do something that you love, you move with a purpose and the money will follow. But it's really about just leaving an imprint. So, you know. That's really what I learned from Pete, you know, and we have other businesses that are not in front of everybody, you know, things outside of entertainment as well. So, um, you know, I never take for granted my relationship with Pete, be it PJ Prince or Ice-T or whoever. You know, I get a lot of game from a lot of OGs around me that, that are successful. Okay. So you also, what you got for? Um, you also tried your hand at acting. Yes. How was that? Are you still acting and directing currently? Um, you know, as far as the acting thing, um, that wasn't see that wasn't a passion of mine. Like once I moved out here, I've been in about maybe ten, twelve, you know, independent movies. I I was in I got the right. hook up to um I've done a gang of, you know, independent movies, straight to video movies, but that wasn't really my passion. So really that's why I got into being a producer and creating the stories that I want to create. And if I choose to act, then I'll do that when I feel like it. But that ain't really something I, 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 I you know, really want to do like that. I, I'm capable, but I don't really do it like that. But uh, like right now I have a TV series that I produced that I created with me and my business partner, uh, Jasmine Lewis. Uh, she was the actress from um, 
Barbershop, she played in uh, Ice Cube's wife in Barbershop. She's been in a gang of movies. She also was in How to Be a Player and a bunch of other movies. But uh, I have a TV show called 12 that will be based and shot in Kansas City as well. We have Sticky Fingers attached to it, Master P. Of course, Jasmine Lewis. We got Dion Cole, uh, a couple other people attached to it. So as far as the film goes, the filmmaking, man, I get more pleasure out of producing you know, and bringing it to life and creating, you know, that's, I, I don't really care to be in front of the camera like that in that capacity. So, uh, you know, right. I, I just did a little movie here a few months ago. I did a little action flick, um, just because it was kind of like a favor to a friend, but yeah, I, I don't be chasing it like that. So that really ain't my <laughs> thing. Hey, the common time So let me ask right. you, how was it? How was it working with Michael Blackson? Because <laughs> he's just crazy. Oh man, Michael Blackson <clears throat> is crazy. He he is super talented. Dude is is funny as hell. So when we did, I got to hook up too. I mean, he well for one, it was funny just to hear him without the accent when the camera went off. I don't know if y'all ever heard him without the accent, but he sounded weird yes, as hell. Yes. But. Um, but, uh, he was, yeah, he was hilarious, you know, but I, I, I've been around Michael Blackson and we worked, um, behind the scenes cause he's done a few of P's movies, even as far back as repos. So, um, uh, you know, but, but I'm going to tell you something who I really gained a respect for, not that I didn't have it to begin with, but I just was sleeping on him was DC young fly. I didn't realize how talented yes. DC young fly was. Um, with his, his his acting skills and his improv skills and just his comedic timing, like he's a he's a natural. Like dude is really, I seen first firsthand how talented dude was. So um, you know, shout out to DC Youngfly, and that's a that's a real dude too. You know, so um, being able to work with those guys and being able to work with my brother uh, Tiny Lister, rest in peace to him. You know, he was a dear friend of mine as well. And, uh, you know, he really advocated for me a lot out here in Hollywood. He put me in a lot of positions and introduced me to a lot of people. And, you know, he would tell everybody I was his little brother. So, um, you know, he really took to my family as well. So even watching him and being around him and being able to learn from him, uh, you know, that was an honor right there. That's amazing. Um, Your resume is extensive. Your networking your connections and everything the way that you are parlaying it into your podcast where where do you see your show or even this path in the next five years say the last part one more time where do you see where do you see yourself in the next five years be it your podcast or whatever venture you're getting into um, well, you know, I, I'm really, I really have my eyes set on my podcast. I mean, I really want to be up there with the Joe Rogans, with the, you know, the Vlad TVs and different things like that. Um, you know, I study the greats, uh, in anything that I do. Um, you know, I, I even with Vlad, I know Vlad gets a, a bad rap on a lot of stuff and, and maybe sometime he is a little bit messy and may blur the lines of journalistic integrity here and there, but, um, for the most part, I think he's been able to create an incredible platform. Uh, I look at him. I look at Drink Champs. 
I look at Gangster Chronicles. Um, and my, my podcast, basically, I blended a little bit of all of those elements. And then also, because of the production value I put into my podcast, meaning that I had, you know, we shoot with three cameras. I had a set built from the ground up. Like, you know, I literally have a team of about 15 people that work behind the scenes in production. So that was because I grew up watching Arsenio Hall. So I also have that influence as well. So, um, you know, I just want to create one of the biggest platforms, you know, that's that's black owned and black operated and, and just be able to get a, put a positive message out there too. And that's the other part why I wanted to do this as well, because, you know, I kind of wanted to, you know, a lot of times, cause I come from the element, you know, I come from the hood and all that. I changed my life, you know, I ain't nothing but a, a reformed gangster, but, you know, I like to be able to, to, to take away those, um, those, uh, age old, um, you know, I wanted to show that, that us as, as black guys, as guys from the street, you know, we know how to articulate ourselves. We know how to get in front of people. We know how to have meaningful conversation. We know how to have intellectual conversation. So, I like to show balance with my show. So the same way that I could have Chico Brown come on and we could literally talk dope prices because I come from that. So we literally can get on there, talk dope prices, talk about the police, talk about jail, talk about all of that. But then I could have someone like a Mike Dorsey come on or, um, or even with X rated, you know, and we have more of an intellectual cerebral type exchange, you know what I'm saying? So I just want to be able to, to, to have the, the full range of, of motion for uh, in terms of uh, content, you know what I mean? Like we can do all the ratchet yeah. shit, but we can actually talk about something too. So, uh, you know, that, you know, hopefully, hopefully it'd be one of the number one podcasts and, and, you know, my other businesses are already thriving. Um, you know, thank God, uh, good health, you know, and, and still be here and, and really, to be honest with you, man, I've been blessed. You know, my I, I, I've reached a level of success. I mean, again, I, I haven't, you know, I'm not like puffy or nobody like that. But, you know, from where I started, I've reached a level of success and I want to continue to grow. But my thing is really helping people at this point, you know, because I have everything right. that I want uh, material-wise. You know, I, I don't want for much, but um, you know, it, now it's about just leaving a mark and helping people and, and you know, contributing something to, 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 you know, to people. Cause you know, people remember how you made them feel. They don't remember what kind of car you had and no shit like that. So uh, that's really right. what the next uh, part of my, my journey is, is leaving a mark, you know? So tell us about TME. About who? What's the record label name? TME? Oh yeah. TME, True Muscle Entertainment. Um, yeah, that was a uh, that that's an entity I created. To be very honest with you, uh, coming from No Limit and and you know and No Limit Forever, which we relaunched in I think it was 2010 or so, and being able to be right next to P and learn marketing, understand you know just just the whole music game from the inside out from one of the biggest music moguls of of our generation. But you know I was really inspired by QC. You know, shout out to Coach K and P uh, Pierre. Uh, down in Atlanta, you know, with QC. I love what they did for Atlanta and for music, and that's really what inspired me because I wanted to provide the same uh, type of um, uh, platform for my city, for Kansas City, Missouri, you know, because we have yet to have a movement uh, that I want to see us have. I mean, we've had Tech 9 
we've had a couple people, you know, Tech Nine is the biggest thing to come out of Kansas City, but I want to I want a movement like Atlanta, like Houston, like LA. Even though I live in LA and I've been here 20 years, I'm still very rooted in my city. So, uh, you know, we have a hell of a we got hella talent down there. It's just that the light hasn't been shined on it yet properly. So, you know, I kind of wanted to be that that beacon of light to kind of come in and 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 help the city really uh, get the shine musically that it deserves. So that's what made me do that. And like I said, you know, we had Red Dot, rest in peace. Uh, my nephew Royce J is a young artist, and again, with his uh, single Juggalot, we put it out last year, and he charted with that. Um, you know, it's just really, you know, it, it's it's a couple of different layers there that really get the city. But you know, we had D Walk. Uh, he's an artist down there. He's not my artist, but he just he's working with QC. Uh, you know, we got a lot of talent. We got C Dub, the Young Blood. We got uh, D, um, uh, Desmond Cartel, Roblo the Star, which is a female artist. We got a lot of dope female artists down there. So much talent down there. So really, that's what TME is is really predicated on. Really trying to shine a light on my city, my hometown. Okay, okay. What do you look for in an artist? Um, man, these days. I'm going to be honest with you. It ain't super hard. I mean, really, uh, I'm looking more at an artist just in terms of their character and just their habits. You know what I mean? Like, hell, you can make a hit song. That's easy now. But in terms of just just work ethic, man, somebody that can listen, somebody who has work work ethic, somebody who ain't on on drugs too bad, somebody who ain't ain't wild and too bad, um, um, you know, just really it's that work ethic, you know what I mean? Somebody who understands social media, uh, because that's the that's kinda the music is a is a big part of it, but understanding social media and how to be active and how to create content and how to build your brand and how to engage with your audience. You know, you'd be surprised at how many artists don't know how to do that, but they, they're talented, but they don't get that part of it. Um and it, and that's really important, especially when you're independent. Um, so, you know, I think it's just a, a artist that, that got his mind right, you know, and like, like we used to say, you know, it's like 90% business and 10% talent, you know what I mean? But these millennials and these generation Z artists, like, uh, they're a little different, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think just with technology and, and social media and information being so, and a lot of misinformation just being so readily available, they kind of. Uh, they lack patience and they kind of tend to be a little bit more entitled, um, you know, it, it, navigating that yeah. shit. And I don't really had a temperament. I don't had a temperament for a lot of that type bullshit. So, um, you know, I didn't already raise my kids. I ain't be trying to raise nobody else's. So, it, you know, they mind got to be right. Yes. Yeah, what yeah, do you sir. think um, would help <clears throat> them? Like, do you think artist development and the full scale, the way it was back then, needs to come back. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I believe so um, in totality. Hell yeah. Because I, I think a lot of these artists, I mean, you have some artists that just have it. You know, they, you know, they're, they're like, I think the baby. You know, the baby is just a star. You know what I mean? He has the charisma. Yeah. He, you know, he has the talent. He has he has all of it, right? Um, 
even to an extent when you look at Lil Baby, you know, um, in his own little way, he has that quality. But, yeah, some of these, some of these little fuckers need to definitely be A&R. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they need media training. You know, they need media training. Um, <clears throat> hell, they need home training, some of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know, I get being young, you know. I get being young because I was young. I mean, when we got with P, we, you know, I was only 18 years old, but I still was from a different generation. So, you know, humble. You know, we 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 did what P told us and asked us to do. You know, because we understood where we were on the food chain and we understood that it was an opportunity being presented to us. So, you know, we didn't come in like we knew everything. And and to me, that's what kind of rubs me the wrong way with some. I don't want to say all, but with some of uh, of the young artists. But, yeah, I, I think, you know, A&R is still very important. Yes. Yes. Get this artist development, man. The baby got in trouble for saying some shit, man. Now, had he had all this mm-hmm. development, he wouldn't have said what he said. That's a fact. That's a fact. Um, I think yes and no. I think yes and no. I think that, you know, some of what he was saying was, was taken out of context. I believe it was taken out of context. Okay. But but we are in, in you know, in the era of cancel culture and everybody's so sensitive um, so yes. just being aware of that, being aware that we are in, that's the climate, there's some things you just don't even want to touch, so so that way it can't be taken out of context. But I don't believe he meant any harm. You know, I, I think that cancel culture does such a disservice to us because it gets us away. For one, it sets an uh, unrealistic um, uh, expectation. You know, none of all of none of us are, are perfect. You know, we're human, so we're all. You know, we're going to misspeak. We're going to say off-color shit, and sometimes be misunderstood. So, cancel culture it creates this this space and this environment where we get away from just being humans. You know, it's going to get to the point to where shit we can't even just just be a human and just say what you feel because it'll be taken out of context or 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 you know you're not supposed to say that like. Even myself, like I grew up, I, I just found out at 45 that mulatto was something that was derogatory. I didn't know, you know what I mean? Oh, but I didn't one know of my, right. Yeah, but one of my mixed friends, one of my friends are mixed, and I said mulatto, and it was like, hey, you know that's kind of not politically correct. I said, really? I, I didn't even know, you know what I mean? So imagine me saying that on the world stage and it was just due to my ignorance, but I didn't mean anything by it. But now all of a sudden sponsors are pulling out. Nobody wants to work with you and you're being ostracized. So I think people are setting a a standard that they can't even hold themselves to. So that's where people got to be careful with this cancel culture because you are, you know, while you pointing your finger and you, you know, stoning and condemning somebody like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Well, you might be next and say some shit to offend somebody. So, you know, I think we got to ease up on it a little bit. And that's so true because at the end of the day, I, I'm I'm big on the artist development thing, but I also am big on the we are still human. At the end yep. of the day, we are human because I can still remember 
I can still remember at the, I think it was the BET Awards or whatever awards it was, Rick James said, and to the lady in the back who didn't know my name, I'm Rick James, bitch. And everybody thought that was funny. Everybody mm-hmm. in the world had memes and videos for days. I'm Rick James, bitch, this, this, that, and the third. And nobody said anything. Nobody said it, you know, made him publicly apologize or find him or ostracize him or ban him or none of that. But today, if an artist get up there and say the same thing in the same context, it's, oh, we're not going to listen to his music. We're not going to download iTunes him. He has to be banned. He has to be kicked out. Like, we're not going to support him anymore. And at the end of the day, we're still all human. Period. Yeah, and, and, and people have to be careful, too. I agree with what you're saying. But, you know, the thing about it is where is the, the – so if <laughs> – if everybody's going to be canceled at one mistake or one misunderstanding, if you're judged by your worst moment, then what incentive do you have to correct it? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know, so, so you know, if we're going to judge everybody, like, that's the part I don't like is the hypocrisy, you know, because we all right. fall short, whether you do it privately or in front of people. Like, you you didn't say some fucked up shit, but you just didn't have a, a bunch of cameras and, and microphones in front of you. You know what I mean? That's so, bad. you know, yeah. people people have to, you know, just humble themselves, you know what I mean? Because, like, for instance, like with, with Tiger Woods, when he was going through what he was going through and, 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 you know, he was holding a press conference to apologize. And I didn't understand that, for one, because it's nobody's business but him and his family and his wife, right? Why are you explaining to a bunch of people you don't know? But what I said and what needs to happen now you know, I, if I had Tiger's money, I would have held that press conference, and I would have had, I, you know, you got money, you're going to find dirt on everybody. So I would have had a, I would have had a file on everybody in there, paid however much it would have been to find anything unflattered about them, the divorces, the AA meetings, the, the whatever they had, you know, and, and, and the first person that would have raised their hand and asked me some dumb shit, I would have said, okay, hand me his file. And I would have put his business all on blast, and I bet nobody else would have raised their hand and asked no stupid shit, you know. So that's what right. happens is, you know, people think that they can, you know, sit back and just, you know, have their skeletons in their closet and talk about everybody else until you start exposing them. So that's why I just think it's just, you know, it's the hypocrisy. But we got to be careful as a society with that cancel culture and judging people too harshly. They be judging them like they yeah, perfect. Exactly. I'm telling you. I agree. I agree. Um, cancel culture has definitely ran over some undes- undeserving victims. But the reason why I brought up the media training and the artist development and all of that is because when you touched on what you're looking for is work ethic. Um, mm-hmm. As I mentioned, we're an independent artist platform. So not only do we play their music, but we promote shows or showcases that allow them to perform in different places. August 7th, we'll be in New York. Um, Shameless plug. But we have a lot of artists 
that I'm I'm trying to find the best way to word this that have developed an insatiable sense of entitlement. Everybody is mm-hmm. on the same playing field, but they refuse to attend certain shows or do certain showcases because they want to get paid, and that's okay. But if you turn around and all of your peers are on the same playing field, the same level, y'all damn near neighbors. <laughs> this sense of entitlement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this sense of entitlement becomes outrageous. and It is. Mm-hmm. What like yeah, when you're presented with things mm-hmm. like that, what is what is your go to? How do you handle that? How about that? Oh man, listen, I've I've encountered that so much, you know. I had an artist come to me one time. He hadn't I mean, you know, I he hadn't he hadn't done shit, you know, but he was super talented, you know. Nevertheless, he was super talented. A, a lot of potential, but that doesn't matter, right? So he came to me and was like, hey, man, I'll sign with you if you give me X, Y, and Z. And so I said, okay, you know, of course, you know, now 20 years ago, I probably would have robbed him just for saying some stupid shit, right? But, you know, I'm older now. I'm older and, you know, I'm I'm more uh, refined. So I said, okay. So I said, so I'm going to give you 20. So what am I paying for exactly? I said, because usually... I said, you're not making money. You're not taking care of yourself off of your talent. You're not making money. So I, you want me to spend money to, to be able to create a brand and create a situation where we can then profit off of your talent. I said, what am I paying for? You're, you, you're not making any money. So what am I giving you money for, right? They don't see that part of it. There's no value. You haven't created the value yet. The value is in their head. And they don't understand that there's a million of you. There's a million of you, right? But until it becomes a viable brand and you have monetized it, it's one thing if he had came to me to say, hey, I already make 10000 a month off my music. So if you want me to do something with you, hell, at the bare minimum, I got to make a unilateral move. Give me 10000 a month. You know what I mean? And I can grow with you. That's just good business. But. You're making zero. So basically what you wanted me to do was just hold your hand. You know, you just basically – so. and I, I've told young rappers too, listen, you know, no offense to the ladies on here. You know, I don't mean to be offensive, but I'm like, dude, if you just if you just want to be my side bitch, just say that, you know, because it's like <laughs> you just want some money. You know, you you just want to you just want somebody to take care of you. Like just that's all you want. You just want to do to take care of you and pimp you. You know, so I'm like, I, they don't see it like that, though. They Because all the music and everything is get to the bag. The whole understanding is get to the bag, get to the money, get to the money. But they don't understand business, and they don't take the time to understand value. You know, so I've had to tell a few artists that. that and, and they got it right. Eventually they come back and they say, hey, man, you was right. I was tripping. You know, and it's all love, but... I've encountered that quite a bit, and I've had to kind of regulate and educate them and bring them down a few notches, um, you know. And I believe you should be compensated, but you got to put the work in. And in this entertainment game, you have to put in a lot, a lot of work to get just a little bit back. They don't understand that. 
you know, and, and they don't educate themselves to the business because, see, they're looking at their favorite rapper, and they're like, oh, shit, he getting this, he getting that. And I'm like, yeah, but he got a machine behind him. You know what I mean? Like, like you're you're oh, being machine. sold on the marketing. You know, like right. you're you're being sold on the marketing. Like you're so this is how stupid you are. You're actually buying the hype. Like you're supposed to be a contemporary. You're supposed to be a counterpart. You're supposed to be like him, understanding what it is, and you're not. You're a customer. You know. So mm. at the end of the day, I've had to tell him, you know, and 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 give him the same thing. But I just don't deal with it. I've got to the point to where. When they, you know, as soon as they say some stupid shit off the rip with me, I just end the conversation. Oh, I'm with it. So you said, I'm, I'm with it. so where do you well, see, where would you like to see me to go? Would you like to see me go back with the R&B? You said, where would I like to see what? Music go back to, like. Um... <clears throat> Um, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't say that music is necessarily in a bad place. I think what it is, is there's a lack of balance, you know, because back in the day, you know, you know, it has changed. The culture has changed, right? It's evolved. So back in my day, you couldn't sound like anyone else, right? You know, people would say you was biting. It wasn't cool to sound like nobody else. Now it's probably in your best interest to sound like everybody else because, most of the, the the people listening, their ears are calibrated, you know, and modulated for a certain sound, a certain BPM, a certain cadence. So anything outside of that, they tend not to fuck with. So, I, you know, I understand the psychology part of it, too. But I think that it, it just needs to be more balanced. You know, as far as R&B, I don't even know that R&B necessarily exists, not that I see in the forefront. I mean, you still have people oh, wow. like Tank still putting out stuff and you know i just seen kim putting out some new stuff as well but in terms of like r&b from our generation i don't really see it like like you know like i said before you had your anita bakers and your confunctions your new additions and all of that i don't see that now um but then too that could be because kind of rap and and r&b has somewhat kind of in some instances kind of merged a little bit you know, so yeah. when you kind of look at Chris Brown, you know, Chris Brown is an R&B slash pop, but he has kind of this rapper thing, too. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. You know, I just think balance. I don't think music is in a bad place. I just think that it's, you know, because I, I go back. The reason that people don't catch me really down in music now, because I remember how it was when I was younger. So we swore by NWA. We swore by Spice One and E-40 and Brother Lynch Hung and Ghetto Boys, right? But the people before us, huh? Oh, my bad. I was sitting no, over here on. in the corner telling oh, my phone okay. keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, right. But 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 the people before us, you know, they 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 thought what we were listening to was garbage. You know, they thought they was like, what is this shit? They cussing on record. They saying this. They saying that. But we swore by it, just like R&B. So when we listened to Joe to see and, and Boys to Men and, and, and all of that shit, the people that grew up on the Temptations and the Four Tops, they was looking at New Edition like, man, ain't not really singing, you know. So it, the music evolves, you know what I mean? And so I just, you know, I, I just accept it as it comes and I change with the times. But um, I think it's just more balanced, you know. 
And again, even with conscious rap, like, you know, everybody's a killer, everybody's a shooter, everybody got packs, everybody is, a, you know, and all of that. But we're just the regular motherfuckers is just living and just enjoying life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, even back in the day, you know, you still had fresh, you know, you had Kid and Play, you had Fresh Prince, you had Dana Dane. But then you also had the, the gangster part of it, too. But then you had KRS-One. You had Coogee Rap. You had X-Clan. You know what I mean? So you had kind of these uh, varieties of, of 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 rap, of hip-hop, where now everybody rich, everybody killer, everybody got a Draco. It's the same shit. Everybody popping perks. So it's just one long-ass song, really. All <laughs> right. That's the song that never ends. How about that? Yeah, but right. nevertheless, so, I I indulge in it. You know, I enjoy it, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I'm curious to think, hear what you think about this song, this R&B song by Miss Diva. Shout to Miss Diva. Introduce your song, Miss Diva. Tell them about your song. Well, um. <laughs> This is my push single. Um, don't get nervous now. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually the second single off of um, my project called Scattered Soul. Um, it's called No More Lies, and it's R&B. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really about heartbreak. That's all I sing about, heartbreak, love, all that stuff. So I'm R&B, R&B, mm-hmm. like R&B. Okay. So, so you new wave Mary J. Blige, huh? Mary J, Patty, all them are idols. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. Let's see where she at. So Maybe here it goes. Back. No more lies.
Stage Radio. Hey, yo, what it do? It's Stats 130, count up, repping Westside Fairville. You rocking with the Stage Radio, man. Fuck with it, gang, gang. So what you think? <laughs> nah, I think it was dope. Who? She has a beautiful voice. I heard her rocking the three, four part harmonies too. Yeah. Now, did you grow up singing in the church? I did. I did. Mm-hmm. No, it was a beautiful song. Good job. Thank you. Shout out to Nikki. I'll be back in two minutes. Okay. Yeah. So that was, Hold down. that was the handoff. <laughs> that was the handoff. So typically, as I mentioned, we do our interviews from 9 to 10, and from 10 to 11, it's pretty much just open. Um, we absolutely hope you hang out, but we have our comedian here who called in, and she definitely okay. wants to jump in. She's a local comedian here. Her name is CJ Starr, and we want to let her mm-hmm. get a chance to say what's up to you. For sure, for sure. I want to make sure that everybody, follow everybody too. So all y'all, you know, follow me at I Am Big Court, you know what I'm saying, on IG, and I'm going to follow y'all back. Right now. Let me do that right Right now. So y'all based out of North Carolina? We are. Fayetteville, North Carolina. Okay. We are. Okay. Born and raised in North Carolina. Oh, shit. Y'all, um... Oh, okay, I'm finna say one of my uh little one of my favorite new little artists, I think Moray, he from out there. Moray, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I fuck with him heavy. Yeah, I fuck with him heavy. I, I like his shit. Well hey, hey, hey. What's going on and with that? CJ Star. That's old hot butter biscuits. Butter biscuits. Butter biscuits. Hey, hey, what's my going on? Where are you at? How you doing, baby? Let me let me write this down real quick before I get too ahead of myself. How can I find you? Because I'm one of them older people. Write it down, baby. <laughs> it's all good. I am Big Court, B-I-G-C-O-U-R-T. Follow me. I'm going to hit you right back. I just followed All you. right. I'm going to hear your deal. All right. CJ. All right. All right. All right. You can't make Big yeah. Kurt laugh tonight. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. I was, you know what? I was listening. I was just like, you know, you were saying some really good stuff, brother. I was really appreciating all your knowledge and your wisdom. But I have my Thank own you. set I of questions that. I'd like to ask if that's all right. For sure, for sure. That's Let's do it. Right. I want to know how many times have um. How many times have you had um, Granny Panty stone at your baby? Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> How many times? Uh, I'm part of the comedy. Hello? Yes. You, you know me? what? That's exactly I'm, I'm going to call. Yeah. Uh, I, I, think, I got cut off after, uh, after uh, yeah. Granny Panty <laughs> yeah, it cut off on Granny Panties. <laughs> Damn, Is she still on? Crazy, you know. Yeah, can y'all hear me? Yeah, I yes, got you. Yes, we can hear you now. Okay. Yeah, that's terrible. So that's I don't know if y'all heard me. You got a $35 plan. 
<laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know. That, it just went mute. I don't know if that was just the the, the party line or whatever. But uh, so yes, oh, I, I guess I have had granny panties uh, thrown at me to answer your question. Oh Lord. Definitely. All right, now my follow-up question is: Do you like granny panties? You like big girls? What do you like? That girl said oh, granny is, panties. Is granny panties big girl or old women? I thought which one? No, uh, it's both actually. It could be both. Oh. I think all I, I love black women in general, so I think all black women are beautiful. That's
he but you won't even wear them to the store. So anyway, moving right along, let's complete our good old interview. How many kids? Y'all got any more questions? Yes. How many kids do you have? Um, I have three. My oldest daughter's twenty eight. My son is twenty one, and my youngest daughter is sixteen. Right, I had my first. I had my first child when I was sixteen. Oh, okay. Good, 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 you know, she ain't on the pole, you know what I mean? She ain't, you know, not no not to no, you know, young ladies that do that, but I'm just saying she ain't on the pole. She has her own business, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh she don't have no kids, so I did something right having her as a as a young, you know, as a as a, a kid, so. Right. I, I guess that's good. I got seven and two grandkids, so whoa to that. <laughs> Like wow. once, I guess once they're able to have, I ain't gonna say once they're able to have kids. Having kids is a blessing. So you yeah. know, and they're they're still in college. So okay, congrats to you. Is, Job well done. Is there a miss? Is there a miss? I just did that shit one time. Is that all right? That's all <laughs> right. <laughs> he said it's a miss. Say it again. Is there a Mrs. Court? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I try to, I, I be liking to keep my private stuff private, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you know, okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm 45, so I always say that, you know, you get if somebody my age and they don't got a situation or nothing like that. I don't know. It's a red flag, but, you know, I, uh, my kids are about... <laughs> My kids are about a, my kids. Are, well, I'm talking about men, you know what I mean. But my kids, oh, my okay. kids are by the same woman, you know what I mean. So, I I, I live a very uh, uh, laid back, peaceful, you know, life. Uh, just because I work in entertainment, but I don't be out there with the foolishness, you know what I mean. So, well, shout out right. to y'all because Black Love is beautiful, like really, really beautiful, and and that's it something is. that the young people should be able to see positive black men loving their women correctly and showing them how it's supposed to be done. And that's also a good thing when you have girls because they know what to expect when they go out here to get a man because they've seen their dad doing it right. So right, shout out to right, y'all. right, right. Yeah, and I, I've been with I've been with the same woman since I was 15. So, like I said, all my kids are about the same woman. I know that's right. I know that's right. Yeah, that's awesome. Though. Oh, I've been yeah. with the same been with the same Gertrude for about five minutes too. That girl, <laughs> that Gertrude, I am sick of her. She knows she's crazy. Yo, how was what um, how was how was going through the COVID last year? Because we're still going through it. Mm-hmm. People say it's over, and that shit ain't over. But how was it? Going through the COVID, now you're an entertainer. You you mm-hmm. are a mogul. You how was it going through that? Sitting home every day with your wife. 
Uh, to be honest with you, it was cool because, again, you know, I lucked out. I'm with someone that I enjoy being around. So it was I, – I don't mind being home. I'm kind of a homebody unless I'm working anyway. You know what I mean? So um, – but it was – you know, we had tours. We had the No Limit Tour. We had a bunch of dates uh, last year that got canceled. So, you know, but sitting at home was a – it was a good break for me, to be very honest with you. Like – I, I would see other people, you know, going through it or talking about they want to kill their spouse. That wasn't my reality, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I, I you know, listen, I tell people, you know, I, I lucked out in choosing a partner, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I don't have any issues at home. So, <laughs> for me, it was cool. <laughs> well, we just had a conversation about this. And I, like, I don't know. I'm a homebody, too. I like being outside, but I think COVID made me appreciate her more. That's what I think it is for me. It made me appreciate her more because I had no choice but to be around her. There was no choice. There was no work. There was no nothing until I just said, fuck it, and threw a big-ass event in the middle of COVID, but. Man, we listen. We we chill. We chill, man. We we postmates and and DoorDash and watch the you know binge watch a bunch of shit on Netflix for a few months and 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 you know it was, but it was normal. I mean, you know, like I said, my life unless I'm working, I don't live entertainment. That's the difference. Like a lot of guys, they do what I do and they in the world that I'm in, but they live it. So they uh-huh. always partying. They always chasing the, the parties and where everybody's uh-huh. at and chasing the next thing. You know, I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't club, I don't do none of that. Like, I work, I get in, get out, do what I got to do, see who I need to see, take pictures, mm. shake hands, politic, and I go home, you know. So I, I don't, um, you know, kind of partake in that life like that. So I do all that in my home. Take <laughs> <laughs> hands. Party at me. <laughs> <laughs> so let me have you, Big Core, again. Give your social media and just give the social media for the podcast and tell us what can we expect. All right. So um, everybody can follow me at I am Big Court on IG. Also, they can follow Holding Court Podcast. Uh, and, um, you know, the Holding Court podcast, you know, we're on Spotify, all the streaming platforms. Also, you can subscribe, like, and comment on YouTube because uh, we have all the clips up. We got the visuals, so y'all can go check me out. You can hear me on the streaming platforms. You can watch me on YouTube. Um, and everybody just, you know, support the Holding Court podcast. We got uh, we got Bosco 100. We have his episodes dropping right now with Mike Dorsey as well. Mike Dorsey um, – he produced uh, the Unsolved film about um, a documentary about Tupac and Biggie, and he also produced the Murder Rap series about Tupac and Biggie. So we have their uh, segments running uh, visually on YouTube, but they're, the full episodes are on Spotify and all streaming platforms. We have Little Easy E dropping the first week of uh, August, and then we have Master P dropping the second week of August. Um, so that's what we got going right now. Uh, everybody can go to my website, True Muscle Fitness. You know, you can subscribe to my website. You got any health goals or anything like that, you're trying to lose weight, get in shape, you can subscribe. We have the newsletter and all of that. Um, 
and uh, that's what I got going on right right now. One more record before you get out of here. One more record I want you to tell me about. You interested in reggae? Um, you know, I never really got off into reggae, but you know, I still know good music when I hear it. All right, I want you to listen to these bald heads. A couple of bald dudes made a record. They're getting chased out of town for doing stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're down. So let's listen to it. Tell me what you think. <laughs> we'll be back. couple of bald head dudes. Cause we're coming to blow a cloud town They make money They should be happy They're my god Jesus Crazy ball hit Out of town Them no like what we're doing in town Tell us never to come back around So they're my god Jesus Crazy ball hit Out of town them not like what we're doing them so Tell us yeah. never to come yeah. back our own Sorry, I've been on no run for a minute Gotta go from a dentist Niggas mad cause I charge them for like a stimmy And be running around your town singing Gimme, gimme, gimme And these niggas on crickets I ain't talking about You gimme. heard me before If you niggas don't know We run the block Two on the show Passing my bro my cousin got the blicky on the side, just watch the dope. I ain't scared to tell Fiend, he'll know. Slam dunk on him, alley Fire, fire. I really true. Don't make us do what we do. I hit three, poly two. Cation hot by you. That bitch, a bugaboo. Take the one and hit the one. Tell my boy, Jesus, crazy ball head. Out of town. Them no like what we're doing them town Tell us never to come back our own Go to my God, Jesus, praise him all here Out of town Them no like what we're doing them town Tell us never to come back our own but niggas think they're just trying to set up on my block Turn this shit up like I'm Oscar Wipe this shit out like it's my block We can shoot this shit out like I'm Lennox Fuck your belly, bitch, it's a headshot Split his throat, call me Chica About to creep on everybody's sleep. Who are they blood clotters? This keeps from New York City Trying to talk some bullshit about my committee Look, sonny, this nigga's moving funny Don't be a dummy We need to bounce like some bears Me no talk about God. If I see that, I'll be knowing this is gonna get him It's a marathon I hit him with a headshot in the back when I take to the face I'm a west side nigga Been with a roster Them niggas in black masks And my partners Aye. Move around like a monster Aye. Stir my lasso in my pasta Yeah, them boys are shocked Them I go Jesus Crazy ball head Out of town Them no like what we're doing Them town Tell us never to come back our own So them I go Jesus Crazy ball head them not like what we do in them town Tell us never to come back around Sorry, I go
And so what you thought about that song? Hey, shit, that shit was hype. You know, you put a couple of chicks in there twerking, you might have some. Thank you. Who we left the what? Right. <laughs> That's my favorite Yo, part. Yo, one more. One more time. Before you get out of here, give your social media for the slow people. You know, some slow people out there. Okay. Yeah, so they can, they can follow me on IG at I am Bitcourt. I am B I G C O U R T. Also, you can uh, follow Holding Court Podcast. Holding, H O L D I N, uh, Court, C O U R T Podcast. And then subscribe to the Holding Court Podcast on YouTube as well. We're available on all streaming platforms. And uh, yeah, follow follow me on all of that, and look forward to you know I got a lot of big shit brewing. Some things I haven't mentioned just because it's still in the works, but you know we got a lot of things going. I also have uh, some um, the, uh, some stuff I'm doing with Master P. Uh, so we got a healthy snack that we got coming um, in a few months. So be looking for that as well. A healthy snack? What kind of healthy snack? <clears throat> yeah, like so because like you know. Well, you know, because he got the 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 um, rap snacks and all of that, um, I encourage him to start a a healthy leg of of the rap snacks. So I'm gonna take over that part of it. So it, basically, we're gonna have like protein bites and protein brownie bites, and you know, like healthy alternatives and shit. So y'all start seeing that in a few months. So let me tell you not huh. the rap snacks. <laughs> so little Romeo Kit Kats and shit like this? Right. Well, yeah. Well, nah. It'll be <laughs> it'll be be it'll be revolving around me. You know what I'm saying? With the healthy part of it. Like it'll oh, be like okay. some big court bites. You know what I mean? <laughs> big court oh, bites. <laughs> no limits. Big you know, to the young lady that, that had the song, you know, best of luck to you. Keep grinding, you know what I mean? Keep chasing Thank your you. dream. And I know and I know you'll do well as well. So, you know, much love Thank to y'all. You. I appreciate y'all. It was our pleasure. Thank you for tapping in with the court. Yeah, likewise, likewise. We'll have to do it again okay. soon. Okay. 
Please yeah, do. Yeah, it's okay. Right. We'll be back. Hope y'all enjoy Yeah, for sure. Court. Yeah, for sure. God bless y'all. Yeah, we court. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> what you want to go to, BC? <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's play some CJ Star. Oh, that's okay. right. Let's ride. Right, let's ride. Let's ride. Big cool about to ride out. Let us ride out. Well, we'll I need back. everybody to hang up. And I need everybody to hang up a call back because I got y'all in here twice because I guess they glitched. <laughs> I don't know. Call I'm not doing that. We're not going to do that. I can't find the people on, so it is what it is. Yeah, you know what
It's your girl, CJ Star, and you chilling right here with me on the stage radio. That's right, season nine, butter biscuits to all my bitches out there. Hey, we chilling with Beastie and Nikki all motherfucking day. Hey, Gertie, hey, hey, Gertie, hey, church lady, it's CJ Star. I'm looking for you, baby. Make sure you had them pantyholes held up high. It's your girl, CJ Star, and I'm out of here. Tune into the stage radio yeah this your boy show shot as dot man straight from nine city y'all know what it is man when y'all rocking in nine city y'all know who to rock with bc in the stage radio bro that's just how we get down man let's do it homie Yes, we got some calls. I am. I got ADHD, boy. You can hear it every time. <laughs> <laughs> you hear it in your drive? Yeah. <laughs> I was just That's excited to be alive, thing. I guess. Shit. Call, call, you live on the stage. He's calling. Yeah, that was so dope. Everybody yeah. had a great day today. They don't want to talk. If we had a good day. Call, that rain. Call the cause. You I, live. I needed them. I done tried to take them backstage and everything. I ain't playing with these people tonight. But, um. Oh, oh there's Diva. Lord Diva, you was lost in the shuffle. Yeah, because I was talking. I said, I said, hold the penny holes up. After me, I was talking and everything. Didn't even know I was needed. Yeah. Hold Penny holes, dirty. Dirty. Make sure they paint holes and not fish net stockings. Penny holes. I don't want them if they ain't penny holes. She's a backstage radio. Radio. I was like, listen to that ADHD come out. I need some damn names. We had a good interview with the yeah, nice that was really good Yeah, it was yeah, really that dope was a in good interview. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him for pulling out a whole lot going on this weekend, August 31st. I know what it is. Shonda got that big bag. July um, 31st. August 1st. July 31st. Thank you. August 1st. Mozzie got some prizes and shit. Pull up. Big Mozzie production. Space Station. If you're on the building. Space Station. Kill yourself. Yo, August Uh, 7th. August 7th. Wait a minute. August 7th, what? Stage Awards, a whole lot of people going to be out there. Yo, if you are in New York, pull up to the Stage Radio Awards. It's going to be crazy. Crazy, crazy. A whole lot of people pull up. If you can't make it to the Stage Radio Awards, you better be out there with CJ Starr. Better be. That's really all dripping in biscuits, butter biscuit juice. Do that. 
Hey, callers, when y'all ready to talk, I need y'all to press one because y'all, it's so much, so many numbers up there. I can't get to everybody. I can't do it. Y'all just press one when you're ready to talk because when I go to y'all and y'all don't answer, I'll be feeling away. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I keep seeing these numbers light up. Go ahead, DC. August 20th, Friday, pull up. Claim your crown. We'll be out in about space station again. Space station. They're going to be out there <laughs> doing what they do. Oh, my God. There's a whole lot going on. whole lot going on. August 28th. Pull up again. Space station. Good God. Oh, God. We're not discussing space station no more. September 11th, Queens of our culture <laughs> is going to be crazy. 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 I don't know what them queens got in store for y'all, but it's going to be crazy. You know, it's going to be a whole lot of big artists out there. We're going to try to see if CJ Starr's booked for that day. No, I think CJ Starr's hosting the Queens of culture. If I'm not. Oh, that's gonna be dope. Is that all right? Is that, that is all that right. right. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, that is all right. So we're going to see what CJ Star got for them. Queens, see what the Queens pull out their bags. They're trying to attack the Kings. I don't see it happening, but they do. Trunk of Tree, October 31st. Y'all hear the crap? Trunk of Tree. October 31st, the Trunk of Tree. Your kids get the opportunity to see what you're doing. Mark your calendar. The Trunk of Tree, if you're an artist, I don't care what type of artist you're you making country music, comedy, whatever you're making, rock and roll. You want your kid to come out and see what you're doing. Hit the stageradio.com, stageradio at gmail.com. Let us know what you do. Let us know what you want to do. Bring your kids out get some candy, and they get to see you perform. These kids go out. I mean, we leave every weekend to go do these performances, and our kids can't go with us except John, and they don't see what we do. <laughs> pull up. Shout out to John. What's up, John? John is everywhere. Hey, they talking to you. <laughs> What's going on with you? What's going on, John? On the stage, right? You know, John's a really dope man. John's a really dope. Big John, little John, 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 John. The the anybody with the name John is dope. That boy, John. Bad boy, Josh. Shout out stage radio. Shout out to John. Shout out to you, John. I got some work for you, too, John. I'm going to holler at you. But anyway, a whole lot going on, man. Y'all know how we do in December. We try to find a family to give back to, so we will be throwing a, what do you call it? What's the thing? Our benefit? Yeah, we throw a benefit. Zoom party. And we accept donations oh, of all kinds, clothes, food, toys, funds, and we gift it to a family for Christmas. And any kind dope. of performances, 
because last year was really dope, and we fixed a lot of funky attitudes. Yes, yeah, we did. A lot of Fix your funky attitude. It was a lot going on, man. A whole lot going on, baby. A whole lot going on. Let's get into this lyrical genius. Talk some shit. When we come back, we got Uh two different stars. We got. Oh, yeah. Let's smile. We we got the old world and people in the building. Oh, you know I had to get you out. Said I'm going to get her when the company leaves. Oh, Grandpa Boosie. But see, you open the door for me. I'm going to get her when the company leaves. You had to know I was going to get your old ass. No, you can not know what he had to say. Because he said, I think I'm the oldest. BC said, uh-uh. I said, uh-uh, Grandpa BC said she wanted to open your mouth. Go on, Granddaddy. Oh, hey, Granddaddy. Get your ass out of here. We need guys. This is the same Spiritual income residual knowledge is critical. Vibes on soaring stars. Somewhere far away past Mars. I'm usually shy. I don't know why. Growth is uncomfortable, but I'ma try. Better yet, I do. Then I succeed, attracting all this greatness inside of me. We are who we reflect in any retrospective kind of dense run from destiny. Now take a second. Close your eyes and inhale all the heavens. Meditation if you need a reference. Mindful of your body and your wellness. Download your blessings. You learn your lesson. If not, you gon' repeat them. Slow down so you can see them. Trust oneself, believe in and achieve them. Matter of fact, know that. Breathe deep and let it go. No slack, no cap. It does you no darn good to worry. I heard from a birdie or three. You are worthy. So smile. Child, every once in a while. Smile. Even if you feeling tired. Gotta try. Cause it's a vibe. Give me that. This the stage with Beastie and Nikki. Try. You got it, try, cause it's a vibe, 
And life loves me Won't fight this feeling Working on my healing Have mercy willing I'm free Popping bottles of that elderberry See mouse and vitamin D Finessing on my fitness Trying to get the thickness in this body But it ain't even me And I'm not what you see Temporarily mind to keep while I seek the proof of the truth of things as a human being is some crazy shit. Mm. Learning life from the look kids, they've been here before. I ain't tripping though. Stop, look, listen to them. You learn your lesson yet? If not, you gon' repeat them. Slow down so you can see them. Trust oneself, believe and achieve them. Matter of fact, know that. Free deed and let it go. No slack, no cap. It does you no know, dirt get to worry. I heard from a birdie a three. You are worthy. So smile. Yo, a whole lot of shit going on, man. August 7th, pull up, change your boards. It's going to be crazy, 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 crazy. Pull up and get your tickets early. There will not be tickets on the door. If you do try to get a ticket, it might be expensive as hell. Just get your ticket now, man. Get your tickets. We're not trying to take your money or extort you or even feel like you're being extorted or taxed. We're trying to have a good time. We're trying to get you in the building without no problems, no complications, and we're trying to have some fun. Pull up if you ain't got your fucking travel or your lodging. Where are you going to stay? Okay, so I'm going to the stage awards. All right. I got my plane ticket. Where are you staying? Where are you staying? Get your lodging. Get your hotel, your Airbnb, whatever you went to. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Shout out to a whole lot of people coming out there. Shout out to KQDH. He'll be out there. KQDH will also be out there. Recording too, so if y'all in New York, y'all need sessions, the KQDH will be out there to hook you up. He'll pull up on you. Swamp City. Y'all might need to cancel that session. I don't know if y'all can, but we'll talk. Swamp City will be headlining. Eli will be in the building headlining. Whole lot of people gonna be out there. Miss Diva gonna be out there. A Game gonna be out there. You know, the beast man gonna be out there showing his ass. 
Oh my God, the grass gonna be out there talking her shit. Y'all better come correct, cause you know she sit on the stage. Y'all seen the fucking videos, and we'll talk her shit about your show. Pull up, man. Queen B will be out there. Both the judges will be out there. Little Tim Tank will be out there. Oh man, it's gonna be crazy, my boo baby. You know, gonna be in the building regulating. It's gonna be crazy. I can't wait, man. Madam Trauma gonna be in the building. Shout to Trauma coming through. Whole lot of people coming through, man. Whole lot of new artists coming through. They wanna perform, but they have not confirmed, so we're not saying your name. No, sir. But they will be in the building. Like I said, if you're not in New York City over seven, I hope you at the CJ Star Show. CJ, where your show at? All right, the first one <clears throat> is going to be a dinner and a movie. That's kind of what it's called, a mystery tale. Um, of course, I don't have it in front of me. I'm so sorry, but if you guys follow me on MZ underscore CJ Star on IG, I'll have that flyer up. But later on that night, I'll be doing a comedy show with Ace Brown and Cut a Pee and um, Bishop and a couple of other comedians um, later on that night in Spring Lake. It's going to be, you know, a dope time. And I'm going to be telling them that even though I'm sitting here with y'all, half of my spirit is in New York, and I'm supposed to be popping it with butter dripping all over me for the stage. Go ahead. Hey, listen. Listen, everybody got a job to do, and you got to do what you got to do. CJ Star, Fayetteville, you and Fayetteville pull up. If you're in New York, pull up. If you're coming to New York, come correct, man. Yeah. Don't come in here smelling like Carter J. I told y'all last night. <laughs> Jesus. Here we go with the Pull up, phone, man. Pull up, pull up, pull up. Oh, hell yeah, Pull up, phone, Pull up, pull up, pull up. It's going to be epic. whole lot of people, whole lot of things going on. Awards. I can't wait to find out who won. You know, I still don't know who won. I, Nikki, I gotta talk to you after this because I still don't know who won. So I, I still don't know. Huh? He's not gonna tell you, bro. Shit, me. I gotta know. I need to know who won. I'm excited. They game. I'm excited too. Nah. Because it goes further than just the vote. Huh? I said, you know, oh, no, I was saying I saw AA number on this call list, but when I was reaching out, I ain't get no answer. She was one of them phantom numbers. I ain't know. I don't know. Shut up to A-game. Doing whatever A-game does. Yo, listen. Listen, listen. The votes went different. The votes go different ways. Just because you see numbers, that don't mean that. We go by shares. We go by everything. There's so many ways you can win. So many ways you can lose. So many ways you can win. So many ways you can lose. So just because you see your numbers up, don't think you won. Just because you see your numbers down, don't think you lost. Hmm. 
Yes, no one knows what happened the last couple of days. I don't even know. Last numbers I heard received the numbers. And, oh, my God. There's a lot of people in the league. Can they hold the lead? We're going to find out. August 7th. August 7th to hurry up and get here. Like, get here. I'm like Norbit. Tuesday. Saturday. 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 Shout out to John. John was in the building. Yeah. Big Kirk in the building. Yeah, my blue baby in the building. CJ Star, always a pleasure when you in the building. Doing your butterfly. Oh, thank you. It's always a pleasure to be here. We love you in the building. Oh, my God. Whole lot going on. Stay tuned tomorrow. The lady, I don't know what the lady got to store for y'all. Let her for an interview. I don't know. But then we'll be back tomorrow. Nikki and the WTW. WTW. For some of y'all, my mother said, what do the WTW stand for? Women take over. Women take over. They will be, they they will be back. I love y'all. Good night. Love you too. Good night. Peace out. I'm trying to be like Jesus with everything that I am I think they want the lion or do they want the lamb If you ain't got a me, you don't think that you understand I think they want the lion or do they want the lamb